1: Longing to share your faith boldly? We're in Acts chapter 8 to help you out with just that thing. From the well, a Christian community in Livermore, California, hi there and welcome. This is Times of Refreshing. Our teacher and pastor, Napoleon Kaufman, will take us to Acts chapter 8 over the course of our next two programs as we key in on what it is to share your faith. The message is called Sharing Your Faith, and while it is simple, it's still difficult. The challenges we face are many. And we'll help address those over the next two programs. So please join us with today's broadcast of Times of Refreshing from Acts chapter 8. Once again, here's Pastor Napoleon Kaufman.
0: Book of Acts, so we can go get some souls right now. Come on, Book of Acts, Acts chapter 8. And I want to jump into this real quick. And we're going to look at verses 26 on down to 40. And I want to talk to you all this morning about sharing your faith and we talk about this often we bring this up and I want to revisit this and a passage of scripture that I've preached on many times but I think it's going to help as there's some new things that God has given me through this sharing your faith we as the people of God were called number one to minister to the Lord That is God's call for the church. Our responsibility, saints, is to minister to the Lord. We minister to him with our worship, with our praise. We minister to the Lord by serving other people. We minister to the Lord by giving our offerings and our tithes. We minister to the Lord by sitting at his feet, doing those things that bless him, that honor him, That's our first responsibility, all of us in this room, is to minister to God. Number two, as a church, our responsibility is to minister to the saints, to equip the saints to do the work of ministry. This is the priority. Priority number two is we minister to each other. We, We strengthen each other. We undergird each other. We pray for each other. We love each other. We help each other. We assist. We comfort. We come alongside. We walk with people. We cry with them. We laugh with them. We teach them the Word of God. The doctrines and principles that God has established through His Word. The elementary principles of the doctrines of Christ. All this, we we help to instill within people so that they grow and they mature. I don't want you just to come to church. I want you to grow and mature and become vibrant. and, And God use you and become fruitful. This is what God wants us to do but number three is that we minister to a dying world we get out now we get out wherever god sends us we share our faith we share our belief system our relationship with christ we let people know that the same way my life can be changed your life can be changed through faith in jesus christ and so this is what we do we minister to christ we minister to to each other and we minister to the world And in Acts chapter 8, we see this transpiring. Verses 26 on down to 40. First evangelist that is really mentioned in the New Testament is Philip. Philip started off as a deacon. Then when there was persecution against the saints, he he was released out and sent forth to be used... To go forth and to draw people into the kingdom. In verse 26, we pick this up. It says, Now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south along, he says, along the road, which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. So he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under under Candace the queen of the Ethiopians who had charge of all her treasury and had come to Jerusalem to worship was returning and sitting in his chariot he was reading Isaiah the prophet then the spirit said to Philip go near and overtake this chariot so Philip ran to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said do you understand what you're reading and he said how can I unless someone guides me and he asked Philip, to come up and sit with him. The place in the scripture which he read was was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. In his humiliation, his justice was taken away, and who will declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. So the eunuch answered Philip. And said, I asked you, of whom does the prophet say this, of himself or of some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and beginning at the scripture, at this scripture, preached Jesus to him. Now as they went down the road, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, see here is is water. What hinders me from being baptized? Then Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus is. Is the Son of God. So he commanded the chariot to stand still, and both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he baptized him. Now, when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away, so that the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. But Philip was found at Azatos, and passing through, he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. You know this is a powerful verse and powerful verses and this is such so important for all of us to see philip i love this he was not afraid to share his faith he was open and there's some keys here that i want to draw from these verses that are keys for all of us if we're going to become effective and we're going to continue to let god use us and let me say this god wants to use you he wants to use you Verses 26 to 29. Now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south along the road, which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. So he arose and went. And behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority, under Candace, the queen of Ethiopia, who had charge of all her treasury, and had come to Jerusalem to worship, was returning. And sitting in his chariot, he was reading Isaiah the prophet. Now watch this. Then the spirit said to Philip, Go near and overtake this chariot. The first thing that we have to do if we're going to be effective in sharing our faces, faith, is we have to be led. Yes. Write it down. We have to be led. It says that that an angel spoke to him first, and then in this verse, it says that the Spirit of God spoke to him. Yes. And so the Holy So the angel spoke to him. Spoke to him and, it, and the Holy Spirit spoke to him. He was being led. He was being led. He was going about his merry way, going through life, and all of a sudden, God, through his angel and through the power of the Holy Spirit, begins to communicate to Philip, and he, and he directs him. They direct him. And I think it's important for us that we make ourselves available to God, and we allow God to, to, to lead us in life. And when I say, you know, to me, the big thing for me is God may not hit you over the head with a lightning bolt and say, go share your faith with that person. You may not hear, but God has a way of getting your attention, nudging you, letting you know that this person right here, I want you to reach for them. Are we available? Are we so busy with our daily lives and what we have going on and the things that are on our agenda and what we want to do that we don't wake up in the morning and say, God, this is the day that you have made. God, lead me all day. Yes, oh God. Help me to find somebody for your glory. And God places hundreds, thousands of people in our paths every day. We get to see we're around people. I mean, all kinds of people around us every day. You mean to tell me that God's not leading us to anybody? You get on that BART. And you know that there's some... And it could be the one that you don't even want to sit next to. The one that that you're saying to yourself, Would you just be quiet? (laughs) I'm trying to get some peace when I go to work. God has a way... Of, of nudging us, leading us, but a lot of times we don't make ourselves available because we're so focused just on our stuff and our business that we don't take time to say, man, God is, I, this person keeps coming to my mind. God keeps drawing me to that person. Why do I just keep looking at that person? Why is it, I feel like I'm being led to say something. And, and what we have to do is make ourselves available. Uh, Philip, he made himself available now realize he's making himself available he's being led and you don't get the sense when you read this passage of scripture that he's afraid he's just sensitive an angel spoke he says and the Holy Spirit spoke to him he was willing now I want to say this and I hope everyone gets this in your spirit saints and I wrote this down you are working with someone. Listen to what I'm saying. You're working with someone. The Holy Spirit, he is in you. You would be surprised. The angelic company that you keep. As a man and woman of God. You're not alone. You're working with someone. The Holy Spirit is, is in you and with you. You have angels with you. You're, you're working with someone. And I, I try to remember this. that I'm not, just, I'm not just going through my daily life. That I'm working with someone. I'm partnering with someone. I'm constantly partnering with someone. So I have to make myself available to what he has to say. He says, approach this chariot. Go down that road. I'm leading you. Why? Because there's something that I have for you to do. We have to make ourselves, I'm keep saying it, make yourself available to God. Don't just so get don't just get so consumed with your stuff that you don't stop and say, God, I am working with you. Lead me. This is point number one. Be led. Look at verses 30 to 31. He says here in verse 30. He says, so Philip ran to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, and said, do you understand what you're reading? And he said, how can I unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. I love this. Now, one of the things that we have to do is when we approach people is we have to learn to have Wisdom. Okay? Just write that down. This is point number two. Have wisdom. He approaches the chariot and he just doesn't bust down the door. You need to be saved right now. Get yourself together. What you read? You don't know nothing. Let me show you. But this is what we do. He approaches the chariot and we see he uses wisdom and he's not pushy. He's not pushy, he's using his wisdom. And I, I like this this God just came me. listen, and when he pushed, when hes when he 's trying to use his wisdom, he finds humility. He finds humility when you 're sharing with your faith with people, realize one of the things that you 're looking for is you 're trying to find humility. God may. Get you to a place where he says, I want you to share your faith with this person, but they're not going to receive you, but you're going to share and you're going to sow seeds. That's fine. You sow seeds, you get yelled at, they may cuss you out, and you move on. But you don't take it personal. But then there's times when you're, you're sharing your faith, and like this person, his heart was ready. And he, and Philip was able to find Humility. And when he found humility, then he could take the next step. And we have to be able to discern this. Some people that you share your faith with, God sent you to talk to them to kind of break up some fallow ground. Don't panic. Don't panic. Some people you minister to, God's going to tell you to talk to them. And and the, the heart is going to be ready. The key is we want to find humility and know when to turn the faucet off. Because what, what you do, if you overwater the plant, you're going to kill it. Look at your neighbor and tell them, your zeal can kill. We got the faucet on full blast and, and we just in folks. And then people, and then we get mad because they didn't receive us because we drowned them and we have to stop and I love Philip he found humility but his, his tactic was great he came and he asked him he asked him the question he didn't barge in he asked him a question and he, and he started to relate to him. I think this is important for all of us sometimes you're going to have a brick wall that you're going to hit don't panic and don't fight and argue with people I don't have time for it just like I was talking about the other stuff I don't have time to be fighting and stuff I'm trying to take care of my wife and my kids, pastor this church. I'm not gonna be arguing with you. If you don't wanna, you don't like it, then praise the Lord. But I'm not fighting with you. I used to do that when I first got saved, when I was young and I first got saved. I would fight with people all the time, be fighting. You're gonna believe this. You're gonna accept this. They're like, I'm done, I'm done. No, you're not done, come back here. I'm printing up scriptures and printing up scriptures and downloading stuff and getting all kinds. I got a whole packet I'm giving them about this thick. Read this. God had to break me down. Sometimes I felt like the Lord was saying to me, would you just be quiet? I done grown up a little bit in this thing. Now, now if a person now, okay, well, I don't, I'm not going to be fighting with you. I'm about to go to lunch. (laughs) I tried to tell you, but what happens is we don't realize that sometimes God's going to send you to sow and then turn the faucet off. A little water goes a long way. But unfortunately, as as the people of God, our pride sets in. Arrogance sets in and we get pushy and then we try to bust the door down and we run people off instead. Of, and, and hey, people need to hear the truth. But don't run after them with the truth. Stop stalking people. Can I preach this? We got ten scriptures and we stalking people. Saints, we have to learn, like Philip, to find humility. Know when you found humility, then you proceed. And then know when you don't find humility to sow the seed, shut the faucet off, and keep moving. Can I have an amen? amen? Look at verses 32 on down to 35. Look at this. He says, the place in the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before his shears is silent, so he opened not his mouth. And his humiliation, his, his justice was taken away. And who will declare his generation? He says, for his life is taken from the earth. So the eunuch answered Philip and said, I ask you of whom does this prophet say this, of himself or of some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and beginning at the scripture, preached who to him? Jesus. Jesus. Okay. (laughs) This is point number three, saints. Share Jesus. Preach Jesus. The thing that I found out with a lot of people, and I wrote this down. They don't understand that to explain him, they've got to know him. To truly and fully explain him, they've got to know him. I love our church. I love this church. I mean, we have a great church. So many wonderful people in this church. All the ministries we have. And you guys know I don't talk about all this stuff. I don't blow it up all over Twitter and Facebook. And, you know, we just do our work. People are getting changed. Our altars, people coming and getting saved. It's a wonderful thing. But it's not about my church. It's not about our church. It's about Jesus. And our job when we're sharing our faith is to connect people to Jesus. The church is going to help people grow. It's going to help them get an understanding of who Jesus is. But we got to connect people to Jesus. Jesus. And I love Philip. He preached Jesus. He was he was at this scripture and he just expounded on Jesus to him. And it should be a point for us is that we we have to get to know Jesus. When you get to know Jesus, you're 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 better able to explain and declare and proclaim Jesus to give a good representation of who he is, not only in your personal life, but through the scriptures. But what we do a lot of times is we, we, we talk about our favorite preacher. We talk about our favorite church. We talk about the children's ministry. We talk about the men's ministry. We talk about all these things. But we need to tell people about Jesus. Amen. Amen. Not just joining my church. Yeah. Now, I want you to join the church. But, but I want you to know Jesus. Yeah. And that's the goal. We have to start learning. If I'm going to share my faith, I'm share, sharing my faith in Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I'm sharing my faith in the power of his blood and his cross and his sacrifice and the way he loves us and lay down his life. I'm sharing all that he entails. I want to give you a picture of who Jesus is so that you know who he is. That you can develop an intimacy with him. And it doesn't just happen when you're at the church. It happens when you're at your home. Jesus is going to follow you home. He's going to be in your car. He's going to be on your job. He's going to be with you. Can I have an amen? Here? He's going to be with you everywhere you're at. Just get to know Jesus. Amen. we got to get back to this. People, denominations fighting over fighting over foolishness. Yes. Well, I'm of this... Camp and I'm of that camp, and and like I preached last week, all that is just carnality. I want people to say that I am of Jesus. I am of Jesus Christ, and I just happen to attend the well. Amen. That I just happen to attend, but I'm all about Jesus. And Jesus sent me to this church, Jesus sent me to that pastor. That it was Jesus. And we got to learn to teach people. People, they come and we share our faith. And the first thing we do is we, we talk about our church, which is good. But people can go to church and not know Jesus. They don't know Jesus. But i but I got my homegirls there, my homeboys there, my cousins there. Every Sunday we go out to eat. It's a social thing. It's a social thing. But this isn't, there's a social aspect to this. But it's not just a social club, y'all. We have been born again into the kingdom of God. And we have become children of the most high God through Jesus Christ. And I'm connected to him. Because one day, all this is going to be burnt up. But I still got Jesus. Jesus. And so all of us, we have to see that this is our, has to be our perspective. He shared Jesus. Do you share Jesus with people? Share the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is what we have to do. This is point number three, and it's what Philip did, and it was awesome. He said not only that, but look at verse 36. He says, now as they went down the road, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, see here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? So and he, so I love this because, and this is point number four. He shared the importance of baptism with this eunuch. And all of us, if we're sharing our faith, we want to talk about Jesus. But now we want to talk to people about being identified with Jesus. And his death burial and resurrection we have to tell people about the importance of being baptized and what it means evidently he had he had shared this in his presentation and he says well here's water what, what, what's hindering me and it's the same thing we got to let people know that if you're going to walk with Jesus you got to identify with Jesus in his death the same way he was willing to lay down his life you got to be willing to lay down your old life You've got to identify with Jesus, not only in His resurrection, but in His sufferings.
1: And you're listening to Times of Refreshing with Pastor Napoleon Kaufman from The Well, a Christian community here in Livermore, California. As we close out our time together today, we invite you to reach out to us. Let us know that you're listening, and this program is encouraging you on a daily basis. We'd love to hear from you. Now, there's a couple of ways you can reach out to us. By phone, of course. And that number is 925-292-7800. Again, 925-292-7800. Or write to us, times of refreshing, 2333 Neeson Drive, Livermore, California. The zip code is 94551. While we would normally invite you to join us here on campus for worship services, we're not able to do that. So what we would invite you to do is join us online. Now, there are three ways you can do that. You can either visit our church app, and if you don't have that on your smartphone or your tablet, you're more than welcome to visit your favorite store and download it for free. Or go to our website, thewellchurch.net or visit our YouTube channel for our weekly message at 1030 in the morning. Pastor Napoleon will share a message from the Lord, just like he used to with his program, Hope of Glory. And we're praying and standing on his truth during this time and remembering God is in control. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Thank you again for spending time with us here today on Times of Refreshing. Until next time. God bless.